Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Session 31, Movie Mental Breakdown, Fat Girls, 2006. For this particular breakdown, guys, it may sound a little bit different than some of our older ones. We're going to test out this format. Please let us know what you think in the comments uh, so that we can determine if you guys like the scene by scene breakdown, if you want a more general breakdown or a combination of scenes and more generalization. Uh, so like Dr. Wall said, we are breaking down the film Fat Girls, uh, P-H-A-T, pretty hot and thick. <laughs> yes, that's her definition. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, uh, this movie is starring Monique as Jasmine, uh, her friend Stacy, um, by Kendra C. Johnson. It was a C, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, her cousin Mia is played by Joyful Drake. Mm-hmm. She will meet Dr. Tunde, who is played by uh, Jimmy Jean Lu. I'm assuming this is Jean Louis, and uh, his compadre slash associate uh akibo is played by godfrey and i believe uh dr wall has some of the other yeah so the other character godwin is going to be played by dio ade now if we mispronounce any names please charge it to our heads not our hearts thank you then the next person is robert meyer he's played by eric roberts he is the uh head buyer for the department store that she works for Next, we have Ramon. He is Felix Pyre. And then we have Richard Eckhard. His name is Jack Noseworthy. And then playing a young Jasmine is Raven Goodwin, or Godwin, excuse me, and Eon Overman. She played in a lot of different um, shows throughout history, CSI, a, a whole bunch of shows. But she is just an, kind of like an extra. She's a waitress. And then Sidney Hicks. And the only reason why we're mention, mentioning him is because he is Monique's husband. Okay. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie starts off with a very interesting scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, we enter on Jasmine being carried in on, I don't know what those are called, but it's not, cause it's not a chariot, but it's some sort of seated chair where like these buff oiled up dudes carry her in mm-hmm. like a goddess. Mm-hmm. And I felt like she was dreaming about what she wished was in her reality. Like being a queen desired by, you know, desired by I, I would say men but I guess probably mm-hmm. just people 
Mm-hmm. I think it's men because I think that's going to tie throughout yeah, that's uh, true. the movie. And I think it's how she wants to see herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, which the funny thing is one thing that I did think kind of throughout this movie, I was like, man, I don't think I've ever really looked at Monique before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think I've, I've seen her obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I ever like really looked at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, she's a, a very pretty woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she looked very good in this movie. She did. Mm-hmm. Her makeup was good. Now, sometimes some of them wigs was a little. That last, yeah, that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, who told you? I was about, like, do my hair no. look nice? Her friends no. lied. It's yes. a hot mess. They, yeah, please. Don't y'all ever let me go out looking like that. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that. And I, even her, her style, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. You can it tell was, fashion is her for real thing in exactly, real life. Exactly. Oh yeah, because I was like, oh, okay, with a bustier. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. No, no, she had on a. No, she had a bustier in it, one of them. It was yeah. mm-hmm. okay. She did. I was like, oh, all right, I see you. And you can also see in the sh- in the movie that she um was drawing some of the yeah. design, so you can tell that whoever well we know who directed it, but whoever directed it put together someone who could actually do some of the things because you know mm-hmm. a lot of times you just get an actor and you put the actor in there and they're gonna become the person yeah uh so amongst this scene as well something that i thought was like this is super weird well one not the part that this ends up becoming like a sex dream that wasn't the weird part <laughs> yeah um Sassy time. that her cousin <laughs> tried to like wake her up with like a cupcake or like a yes. a cinnamon bun or a cin- something yeah i, I couldn't tell a- what it was i couldn't tell if it was a candle or if it was no, actually it was food. a pastry it oh, was okay. a whole pastry i can't okay. remember if what the item was but yeah then that's how she literally woke up right i was like okay can we be even more stereotypical but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i i thought that was all of that part was weird especially like you know once she woke up her cousin was like well maybe if you stuck to one of your diets you would get someone i'm like really that was one of the things that I felt was a as far as throughout the movie I felt was a drawback like the hard like Mm -hmm. over the top with the diet pills the if you would have lost weight or if you do this right you know I was like that's just not a natural way people kind of really talk to one another well if you stop taking them diet pills or like waking somebody up with a I'm going to wave this pastry yeah. in front of your... Yeah, it I just feel like seemed... it should have been more nuanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not that... I mean, they can make whatever movie they want to make, obviously, True. because they did. But in as a watcher of the movie, mm-hmm. it was like, bam, let in me your show face. you this. Yeah. Bam, let me show you this. It was no... S- subtlety. Subtlety. There was no playful black back and forth in the movie. And people who watch movies know what I'm saying. I'm not explaining this well right now but it was a little rough because I'm like I having worked in facilities that help people who are struggling with anorexia bulimia or who are binge eaters or who are overeaters or whatever I've seen both sides of that and you're not gonna see the amount of things that she had on her table boy Mm -hmm. on that That dresser that was a whole other level. Yes. It was a pharmacy. Yeah. Like a, a mm-hmm. miniature pharmacy. Mm-hmm. It was almost like those. Mm, now, if you sell, it works. This, <laughs> this is, is no shade. This to is no shade companies. to anybody's. Mm-hmm. If you Brand. sell. Yeah. If you sell. Uh, and this is not sponsored. Um, if you sell any of those types of products. But it was almost as if somebody, you know, that is in one of those uh, programs. And 
has all of this inventory. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it looked like. It like didn't it was look, inventory. She was selling, selling it. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It did not look like this is an individual who was using a product to try mm-hmm. and lose weight. Because it, my thing is like, did you complete any of them? Mm-hmm. You just, okay, this exactly. don't work. I'm gonna buy something else. Okay. This don't work. I'm gonna and buy that's something probably else. really what it was. It wasn't that she was taking all of them at the same time. It was that she was not consistent with her, her diet plan. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know we'll probably talk about this later, but especially if she's trying to get to a size five. Now we'll talk about that a little later. Cause yeah. it comes on, it comes a, about like, a little later. How tall is Monique? I will look that up. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm wondering, yeah, I don't want to jump too far ahead in the movie, but mm-hmm. you know, there is a part where he's, you know, her love interest does speak to that mm-hmm. notion. And that's it's true for everyone not everyone is built to be a particular size mm-hmm. five nine okay oh she's my height so she is for tall. y'all out there in the ethos that don't know how tall dr strickland is i'm five foot eight and three quarters but everybody believes i'm six feet and the rest of us are short yeah for some strange reason like, so no i'm five <laughs> eight and three quarters well they probably think you're taller because you stand beside us <laughs> and your hair because i'm five two and i'm five four mm-hmm but I've also to- been told that I, um, like I stand, like I look, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like I command tall energy. It's mm. because we got BCE, mm. not BDE, BCE. Yes. That. Okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else? Oh, we were talking about the large amount of diet pills on her and supplements, drinks. I mean, there was a lot of different things it going was. on there. Mm-hmm. It made me sad to see it actually. And that. With her cousin, and you find this out later, her cousin being a fitness instructor, she's not giving her the proper way to do this. Not saying Mm -hmm. that I think that Jasmine would have listened to Mia, but you never really saw any of that. It was always that they were pitted against each other. And ironically, uh, Mia is more light-complected. Jasmine is darker. Mm -hmm. So you have that juxtaposition. It just, it was a lot. Um, And I want to say, was this at the point? Yeah, this was at the point where they went through the montage mm-hmm. of their childhood yeah. Yeah. and talked about how Jasmine and Mia were kind of latchkey kids and ended up living with their grandmother together because mm-hmm. um, their parents were working so hard. But we don't, I'm assuming their parents died and then their grandmother died because they really never brought like, it up. Went into detail mm-hmm. on kind of how that came to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a lot to, I was like, okay, she really traumatized. It's a lot going on with Jasmine. Yeah, because even when they would go to school, you know, the cousin was the one who was able to have friends and people just, I guess, kind of flaunted to her Mm -hmm. and her personality. And she Mm -hmm. was kind of, it seemed like in the beginning, kind of bullied until she stood up to the guy. Or to the girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think she said she was like 250 pounds by Mm -hmm. junior high. And I'm like, that is a morbidly obese child. Mm -hmm. It is. And you got to think she wasn't 5'9 in junior Junior high. high. Mm -hmm. So she kept on growing. And um, I think even if she would have continued to get bullied, if her cousin had stepped up and just been there, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a totally different situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, she said she didn't, she never stood up for yeah. her. And she felt they, alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throughout that whole process. Only person she had was a grandmother. Yeah. You got your set of parents, you got your cousin, you got your aunt and uncle, because obviously this family is close, but nobody mm-hmm. is there for you. Not mm-hmm. even your teachers, no classmates, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was watching that montage, one of the things that I did think I was like, it's really sad that 
you know, we use visuals as a way to kind of put people down. Like that's really Mm -hmm. your only option Mm -hmm. to really be able to discredit somebody to, to hurt their feelings, to quote unquote, put them in their place or whatnot Mm -hmm. is just to use what they look like. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go for the easiest thing, which for a child in, in this position is going to be her weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, the part that that made me sad is that people are very judgmental like that. Like why, mm-hmm. why do you need to judge someone based on their weight, based on their skin color, based on how they dress instead of getting to know that person? Because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we know Monique is very funny, but you know, she is a very funny woman. And you could get to know that side of her and have so much joy because she's going to keep you laughing, mm-hmm. you know, something that I thought not necessarily in particularly based off that scene, but throughout the movie, as it kind of popped up, it made me think about how um, some larger people and I even have a client that has said this, um, a male client that said this, that is a larger individual um, that he, that they use their personality as a way to cover up yeah. and mm-hmm. relate to people mm-hmm. um, and use a lot of like self-deprecating humor mm-hmm. and you know the personality has to be over the top so that that overpowers or outshines what they look like yeah I agree with that and mm-hmm. if you think about it you kind of see that uh, image in a lot of different movies and, and com- uh, comedians comedy. Um, and you'll see them kind of like go off on their self before somebody else. It kind of reminds me of that scene from, uh, why did I get married with Jill Scott? Mm. And, um, Lamont was like, why do you keep talking to, about yourself like that? And there's a scene similar to that in this movie. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, this is what y'all always do. So it's my norm, but I'm going to make sure I do it and I can participate in and it. And I can control it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The other thing that this early scene made me think about was, you know, the idea of the quick fix. Mm, yeah. And I don't know if that's a, an American concept. I don't know if that's a industrialized, you know, a nation kind of concept, but the idea of just give me this drink. And if I drink this drink and I, I have to do nothing else and it will work. Mm-hmm. I can still eat my three cupcakes and my, mm-hmm. you know, four slices of pizza and my nachos yep. as long as I drink my, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, because we never Diet saw fees. her do anything healthy, Mm-mm. even Mm-mm. that, which I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But that order she made after it they came from delicious. the club, it did. It really did. did. I, was I like, mean, I was it like, was so I'm much a fat girl. OK, let me calm down. I was yeah. like. It was. It, it really was. It was a lot. But even when she took her diet pill that morning, she took it with soda. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see her take the diet. It was pill. diet soda. That's what oh, I okay. I wasn't sure okay. if it was diet soda. I know I saw diet on the can, but I was yeah. like, is it like a diet like drink? Mm-hmm. It was to soda. help lose weight, or <laughs> gotcha. was it a, just a diet soda? soda. I couldn't I tell. Like, so we just we not gonna have no healthy habits. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I wrote in my notes was like, I think again, I I believe you already said this, Doctor Wall, but showing that kind of adversarial relationship between thin people and bigger people. Mm-hmm. And I get the idea of kind of wanting to take your power back and, you know, not feel inferior to, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever our society says is the ideal. But I was like, man, it really does pit these different 
people against each other for no real reason. Mm -hmm. If anybody wants to read up on this concept, there's a book called Pedagogy of the Oppressed, and it's by Paolo Freddy. And he goes into great detail about how people who have been oppressed or people who have been belittled in some type of way then become the oppressor and Mm -hmm. the belittler. And it's a mind trip. I mean, it can explain a lot of the stuff that we currently dealing with in our country right now. Mm-hmm. Um, with Jasmine, it you kind of see her beginnings of who she, who she's becoming, and it, you know you see the self deprecating and in the montage she talked about if so we haven't talked about this but <laughs> this girl named Daniqua was a Jackson Johnson something like real real ethnic name <laughs> was picking on her and called her a fat B, you know, cause we, we try to, you know, be edited on this show right now and she couldn't take no more. And she said it right in front of her crush, which there's another part of her life. I always want to be admired or get the attention of somebody. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward, she started fighting and she fights everybody. Yeah. yeah. Friends, family, dudes that's interested in her so she created these extremely rigid boundaries to where nobody could ever touch her and i think her her statement that she said if i couldn't be respected as a stick then they were going to respect me as a stone yeah as a stone yeah so i was like that's cool play on words sticks and stones Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a cool play on words Mm -hmm. and you know the the one thing that i felt from that scene that mm-hmm. you you were just speaking about is that she felt dehumanized yeah mm-hmm. and because she felt dehumanized she had to figure out she had to fight her way into being a human yeah, yeah. we we're not even gonna go down that road mm-hmm. that's attached to but what do y'all think in our profession what would y'all see that at as as far as behaviors and things like that in our kids when we when we used to see kids a lot when they've been wounded like this hmm. or diagnoses because oh. that's a whole other level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, <laughs> I know it's going to sound super cliche, but I almost think it's like PTSD, but not in the traditional sense of what, like maybe the specific DSM lists as criteria for uh, PTSD, mm-hmm. but it is a complex version of that. You've mm-hmm. been ostracized, shunned, you know, made fun of, dehumanized, and you uh, get to a point where it's just too much. And, you know, you're going to go one way or the other. You're going to either implode or explode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I, I was I was thinking OCD because you become mm-hmm. obsessive with the diet pills, the losing weight, the eating, even though she didn't with the eating uh, healthy, but you can, we've mm-hmm. seen kids that do go to the other extreme. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because developing an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she obviously has one. She, I would say she's a binge, binge eating mm-hmm. disorder. Mm-hmm. And that's a more recent thing in the DSM. Cause it, it did not used to be in there. They only looked at, you know, anorexia and bulimia, those sorts of uh, eating disorders. Mm-hmm. I do definitely say she has um, a lot of depression. And mm-hmm. for people who do not see ethnic groups, uh, depression in ethnic groups typically looks like anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's I don't know I don't know why it's like that in our DNA, but that's how it ends up coming across. Or you got a stank attitude or whatever. That mm-hmm. normally is a symptom mm-hmm. <laughs> of depression. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see a bunch of anxiety in her. I see that mm-hmm. more so in Stacy. I would agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely she, saw that. Stacy's yes. whole child. She needed a hug and mm-hmm. a friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's just a difficult it's hard to kind of think about like if you grew up in the middle, like you weren't like a big kid, but you weren't like a little kid. So you don't relate to either one of those. Cause you weren't really made fun of cause you were right. Not, not say regular size. Um, you don't relate to either set because you were in your, you know, healthy weight range. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I had to guess that you would slightly more identify with the larger child, mm-hmm. just because you're not the exact ideal. And I don't think people, especially adults really think about when a child isn't in either one of those two categories. And even for thin people, cause they have their own issues as well. Um, but this movie's called fat girls. So we're not excluding small slender people but this movie is dedicated to larger people Mm -hmm. um so with that disclaimer out there you know the psychological damage that kind of happens with you know over analyzing yourself body dysmorphia that Mm -hmm. would be the other thing that i would add in there forgot about that yeah you know with analyzing yourself you start picking apart just everything yeah some of the most minute details that people a lot of people probably are not going to even notice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know you just really start honing in on okay well this little piece of extra fat here and this roll here or whatever it is you know not being careful with how you speak or what you watch or what you Mm -hmm. listen to you know all of that feeds into a young mind yeah Mm -hmm. and it plays of a role in everything going forward, her relationships with women, her relationships with family, her relationships with men, her relationship with food, her body. Like it, it can really jack up a lot of different things with this one phase of her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the most influential times in our, our development is that like preteenish through high school. Mm-hmm. You know, once you start developing and liking, you know, either the same or opposite sex, you know, when you start trying to have admiration of somebody, yep. mm-hmm. I mean, it'll really mess you up. It will, it, especially because, you know, as a teenager, you are already going through this mental cycle anyway about, you know, with hormones and who you are, who you're becoming, what you're looking like um just to shift away from home yeah mm-hmm. exactly you know so with all of that going on and then now you have uh individuals peers basically dehumanizing you picking on you or you know things like or not accepting you because of your weight you know that's yeah traumatizing another, it is it can be another thing it's not in this it's still technically the opening scene, but it's a little bit later in the uh, opening scene. She said something to um, Stacy when Stacy was coming to pick her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the exact dialogue, but she called herself sexy succulent. Yeah. 
And it made me think about how sometimes we put on this front to make people believe that we're okay with who we are, uh that we love ourselves, that we're good with it Mm -hmm. because everything else about her suggests that she does not like who she is, at least visually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She may like her love, her personality, but at least visually she is not in love with what she looks like, but I'm, but, I will call myself sexy succulent. I think that was when uh, she was late getting into the car mm-hmm. and yeah. Jasmine was like, that's because you can't wear everything skinny women wear, mm-hmm. you know, cause she was trying on mm-hmm. everything in her closet. And she, I think she did call herself in that scene. I don't know where, but it was yeah. when she called herself that. Yeah. Stacy be calling her out. <laughs> she does the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And now they are, they are a weird pair. So you got over the top, jasmine who this flamboyant yeah she appears (laughs) to have it all together nothing can hurt her everything bounces off her she's rubber you know glue and all that kind of stuff but (laughs) then you got stacy who is as quiet as a church mouse you can tell she got personality with people that she trusts Mm -hmm. but she got on these super thick coat bottle glasses Mm -hmm. she wearing clothes that are god knows how many sizes too big because towards the end of the movie you like I was you like, she actually, big. yeah, I was I like, she's that, actually yeah. not big. Yeah. I mean, she I would mean, be considered plus size, but I was going to say, let me say she's not big by, uh, African American standards, standards. <laughs> and allegedly African standards and yeah. allegedly African standards. So let me say she was not big by those standards yeah. now by European standards, greater, yeah, greater <laughs> American standards, <laughs> European, yes, Doctor Jones, she would be considered, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but, but she, I was like, she, but she, she slim thick. She, now she might have some her them twins was big, yeah, yeah. she has some junk. Yeah, in the you trunk ain't got now. no, she yeah. can't do nothing about, about that, that. But she right. practically for real had a flat stomach. Honestly, I, I thought the same it, thing. I thought was, I was tripping. I was, you like, know, I did too. <laughs> I when like, I saw, okay. I was like, wait, 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 right. But you can tell, like when they were walking out and Stacy did call her out about all the clothes in her closet, I got to thinking, I was like, why is she buying two small clothing to that degree? I can understand the whole, let me buy this one outfit and this is my goal dress to get to or whatever, Mm -hmm. Mm because people have, you know, that can be a tactic. But she had a closet full of two small clothing. Yeah, Yeah. she had a side full because when she got mad or came back from the trip, she was snatching all of them out. Mm Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, you could. She couldn't even get her arms. She had that T Rex arms going on <laughs> and ripped some of her clothing. <laughs> she did. I was like, what are you doing? But it made me like looking at her, her growing up montage, but also her current situation. It showed that she wants to be, you know, whatever size the size five that she talks about later. But she didn't have no support for that, not she, her friends mm-hmm. or her family. No, mm-hmm. which no. is sad. I wonder what happened to the grandma. I'm assuming she died. Yeah. They, I, I wish they would have uh, fleshed that out a little bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't specifically say, but based off the, towards the end of the movie, I was like, I'm assuming yeah. that grandma must be deceased. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was thinking about while I was like, man, they are punching you in the face with the skinny versus fat thing. But I was like, something that they are making a very good point about in this film is that, while things have gotten better in this year of our Lord 2021, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> fashion for larger people has gotten better mm-hmm. but there is still a severe lack of yeah. quality fashionable yep. trendy clothes mm-hmm. for um plus size individuals yeah. and you, you can tell that by people's reaction to um savage fenty and how they were mm-hmm. ma- mad that larger women get to larger women and men get to feel sexy mm-hmm. about their bodies that they have also the fact that uh meg the stallion had to come out with something because she's so dang tall mm-hmm. and she's not mm-hmm. real thin yeah yeah so you can tell that there is still a long way to go even though this movie was made in 2006 mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's very disturbing it <laughs> is because the thing is they you know like uh Stacy was saying, you know, you can't big women can't wear skinny women clothes, but they mm-hmm. don't make cute fashionable clothes for they don't uh, thick madams. <laughs> and I used to work in yeah. the uh, a department store. I ain't gonna say the name of the department store because they're not paying us. But I used to work in a department store, and when I worked in the women's section, which is so weird that they call it the women's, you got women's or juniors <laughs> or misses. I was just like, what? So when they do that, you only have like you about to be close to the casket clothing. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. They be misshapen. You yeah. just like a big box. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a it's high all bell shaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's this one brand that this is an elderly brand as well, but there was this brand called Allison daily and it ain't nothing. Did you work it? I did. <laughs> what? Yes. I worked there. I worked there too. <laughs> it has a D I at was the like, beginning. Wait. It has a D at the beginning. <laughs> um, and it rhymes with Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was just like, okay. And then it just makes you feel sad. Like I tried to never work in that section. My section was the boutique section, which was BCBG and all of the the high fashion and all that kind of stuff. Because I was like, I know them women and men, I don't have to boost up like that. But you have to do a lot of like being tender with the women section or with the elderly population that Mm -hmm. came in as well, because they, these clothes don't make them feel good. They just like, I need clothes. Yeah. 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 I did not like working in that section or Mm. in studio plus. (laughs) 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 That's so funny. It is. I didn't know you worked there. I did. Side note. Um, one other thing that's kind of in this, they've already gotten kind of to work, but something since we're talking about, versus each other was black men dating white women that was a common mm-hmm. narrative in this movie yeah. and i think in this one scene we saw like three or four Couples. black yes. men dating white women to the point where one slings her hair as she walking up towards monique and knocks monique's drink all in her face she almost drowned and the person that she's with is monique's real life husband but he's like no baby you look nice his acting was horrible it oh my god like for for me to say it was horrible and this was a a budget low budget film you know it was bad yeah wow yeah there was many layers going on with that (laughs) yeah uh what you just said and then i was thinking also about that whole like you know, if you're a bigger person, like you just are invisible mm-hmm. to the you rest took of the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say that as soon yeah. as you finished, but yes, that is yes. Cause uh, Becky with the good hair was about to get these hands. Like mm-hmm. how you going to run into her and push you... her drink on her and say, Oh, is it wet? Is my hair wet? Girl, you need to watch what you're drinking. Floor. She said, you need to watch what you drink. Where are you drinking? Where you, yeah. Where are you drinking? I said, watch mm. where you drinking. I was already standing here. Yeah. 
I was like, they didn't like know. she walked straight into, into her. her. I was like, mm-hmm. y'all got the whole aisle. Like she leaning against the counter. <laughs> right. <laughs> so absent minded. Uh, and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of layers there. I don't even know how to begin unpacking all of that. <sighs> I mean, I think in the movie, if we keep it to the movie, I think uh, Jasmine and Stacy not having significant others it's that level of dang we can't have nothing they even taking our men they like i think they were Mm. on that part of it um because these were also thin women too they Mm -hmm. they were very thin like rib cage Mm -hmm. showing Mm -hmm. thin so you still got the skinny versus fat Mm -hmm. Uh and now you got black versus white Mm -hmm. that's a lot in a couple of minutes and the thing is it's it's this um what is it? This, I guess this tension that women have with each other mm-hmm. as well. You know, it's like, the like you said, all of the skinny versus fat or the white and black and the long hair, short hair, straight hair, curly hair. I mean, all of that. Mm-hmm. It, it just mm-hmm. pins Natural women. Natural versus weave. Exactly. Yeah. No makeup versus, you know. Natural. Glam. Because mm-hmm. that's even in... Uh, Stacy and and Jasmine's re- uh, relationship, even though like anybody can see Stacy need a little a little makeover, but you know she was cool <laughs> with the way she was looking. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I know I was like, man, she looked like she about to go on the usher board. <laughs> she just need a any, white glove. Yeah, any second now, mm-hmm. the way she had that hair pulled back and them glasses with that overcoat. <laughs> I said <laughs> she about to be in somebody church on Sunday, <laughs> on Dark the first row and everything. Mm-hmm yeah um so the well i'm trying to think about what was in one of the next scenes after that i know right after that is when jasmine comes back and uh, she sees with the uh, boss the boss and, the guy. and her right. the the gay uh best friend uh ramon is there and all of that but it it got me also to thinking that this is just another way that jasmine can't be herself like she's an aspiring designer and she's facing all of this other stuff that we mentioned and now this is a glass ceiling Mm -hmm. so it's like she's just bumping her head up against everything yeah Mm -hmm. one thing that i did write about this kind of section right here was it plays i mean it pays excuse me to have friends that are down for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying now while she wasn't a successful in her mission in this particular scene he was encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that they understood where she wanted to be mm-hmm. and they, they saw her, mm-hmm. you know, they know that you got the talent. We've observed it. Mm-hmm. Look, here's your opportunity, girl. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. They knew where her sketches was mm-hmm. handed it to handed her. Is, mm-hmm. Like they was on top of it. Like it was encouraging and sad at the same time because mm-hmm. Richard, cause we can't call him what they call him and still remain edited. Um, but he was just a hater from the get go. He yeah. wasn't really mm-hmm. adding nothing. He was, um, he was a gatekeeper. That's yeah. really what it boils mm-hmm. down to. And I think in a way he probably represented, um, some, some patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, it's, it's nothing you could possibly say that he needs to know. Cause he is the, the other guy, Robert was the head buyer. So it's like, no, he has it. 
you don't need to inc- like get him to do anything. But mm-hmm. the reality is, if y'all would have saw the department store uh, for the the plus size women, it, it was, was bad. It, it was, was looking horrible, little, looking a little bare. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it's worse than where we used to work. So mm-hmm. <laughs> looking a little bare and a little heavy on the stripes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and see that was another example for me of someone else making her feel like she was invisible. Mm. Not good enough. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. Playing into that insecurity of hers. Yeah. It's a consistent mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that next scene where she at the bank. I, it was I funny. Had, I had but secondhand embarrassment watching this. Yes. And it's a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so much going on on the yes. racial tension yeah. it, it made me want to say is it because i'm black uh-huh <laughs> is it because i'm but the reality is it was because she was black and she lived in a black community if y'all don't know what this is it's called redlining because mm-hmm. the dude the banker who worked at um first plantation bank um <laughs> decided that she couldn't get the loan that she wanted for her design business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she lived in a high risk zone, even though they kept saying, but we are equal opportunity, mm-hmm. sir. You that can't be right. You're clearly not lying. And I'm yes. like, how is it high risk? She's in a home home. Mm-hmm. Like she in a, a couple of a two story home, multiple yeah. bedrooms. You can she tell one she, of them turn into century. Homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whole big mama situation. Right. So mm-hmm. it's just like, no, y'all are just picking and choosing what y'all want to um, do as far as, you know, approving these loans. First plantation. (laughs) 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 I know. And I hated this scene on top of that as well. Just being a business owner and knowing firsthand kind of how difficult it is to secure capital for your business. Um, If you have... I mean, you can even be established and it's still difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is hard to kind of determine, is it because you're new? Is it because you're a woman? Is it because you're black? Is it because of both of those things? Mm-hmm. Is it some combination of all three of those? Yeah. You know, you, you're not going to really be able to pinpoint what the reasoning is for sure. Yeah. But it was disheartening to see like, you know, people want to improve themselves. They want to better themselves. And this bank is literally not hurting for anything. And if it, if anybody knows anything about banks and financing, you make money when people default. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about a car loan, peop- the dealers, I mean, the finance company makes money when you get you repoed. Because uh, or else it's just money going from one thing to one thing. And right. Nobody's really making anything. You stay at the same rate. Right. Right. So, you know, they're not losing anything in reality, but just not giving individuals an opportunity to improve themselves and, you know, potentially create jobs for other people, improve the community. You know, it's just a a very sad thing. I know this was a, you know, a comedic scene, but when you think about the more, you know, deeper kind of underlying stuff underneath there, it's sad. But even to add to that, I don't know if y'all picked up on this, uh, saying was he was like that he equated that their her inability to find a date was also related to her size as well i know because that's when she took her shoes off and stuff and she was about to climb over the desk and get him i was like what What banker would actually say say that that? i was just like this is the part where i'm like they just punching you in the face with it yeah (laughs) Yeah. but because i was like i can't think of a banker actually saying that i can definitely see the point yeah, I can see them calling security because you're, you know, getting not, irate. you're mm-hmm. getting irate and, you know, you're not taking what I'm saying. But, but 
almost don't know if I can now if it would have been before January 6th I would be agree with that <laughs> but because we are in the state that we are in right now True. with our country mm-hmm. it's almost like well they might say that they might actually say that at now, well today <laughs> yes in 2006 Six, though, i don't know so. they would have been a little bit more cautious especially because i want to say the branch was in like hollywood or something like that mm-hmm. they wouldn't be saying that but that girl snatched that man wig off i mean toupee <laughs> it's not a wig <laughs> that toupee off would it took two people then they let her go, go yeah they did. i didn't and understand that i was I, like yeah y'all I, why y'all go? just gonna let her go he they, they, I, I felt like First they was all, like y'all just tired i think y'all it was didn't... the bloopers and they just left it in the oh, movie okay. because they was laughing they was oh. laughing so hard and she kept stomping on in there and i was mm-hmm. like y'all because i was oh. like y'all let her go but y'all let her go and y'all was behind her because <laughs> i don't even think they went back in <laughs> they no, didn't they, they just stood laughing. outside while she went in i was like Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. y'all not tight flight, you know, security Nuh-uh. of the world. No, no, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that man. was hilarious. I was like, okay, here, here the comedic, um, mm-hmm. is yeah, popping out the comedy, the the relief, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Yeah. So then I think they go to the club after this. The club and the, the fat fat booty burger. Them two scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing. Uh. Yeah, the club scene, I was just kind of like, does this happen to people? I guess. Oh my God, I thought the same thing. I was like, are people really like this? I guess it is. But I'm like, I feel like at least in black clubs, that's not how stuff go down. Like, I've never seen that. And I have uh, larger friends. I have smaller friends. I I guess I kind of fall in the middle. But I have never seen this level of ridiculousness ever mm-hmm. in my life. Yes. No. I was just like, wait. This I, is so does that much. Happen? Look, y'all respond and let us know if y'all have seen the stuff that happened to them. Like, I mean, now nah, I'm not going to say dudes don't be mad disrespectful, but it's oh, right. not yeah. like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. I've seen disrespectful, but yeah, not like in that particular way. And let me say, it depends on where I was at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it depended on how old I was at the time. Because mm-hmm. uh, the places that I would have gone to when I was like 22, mm-hmm. I could see some of that ratchetry kind of yeah, happening. Yeah. The places that I would go when I was 32, not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but what I will say, Jazz and Stacy was at two different clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Stacy went to the prayer yes. call or something and then because what did she have oh my god she had on a good black <laughs> she had a good long cardigan on like I, I was like girl ain't you a hot in the club yeah and them glasses then you got jazz I mean now her, her outfits be fire whatever yeah. Yeah. Monique be designing some good stuff but it was two different things then you had Mia didn't have no clothes on at all with her little light skin buddy paying for her drink they mm-hmm. they trying to get somebody to pay for their drink and mia just easily got it for her for herself her little and, 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 and then i was mm-hmm. like what what they do that at if we go to the club together and somebody want to buy me drink you gotta buy my homegirls a drink too. mia it would have been banished from the friend circle okay because you're not ride or die no i know we talked about this before in 
uh, trope tripping, but we're talking about friends, yes. not men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't go off by yourself. No. Okay. We, we came together. We, well, they did come and leave together, but I'm yeah. saying like, I need to have my eyes on you. Like it was so many things of, as far as girl code that I was like, okay, we not, mm-hmm. this is not set up correctly. Mm-mm. Cause no. first of all, I don't even drink. So I'm gonna pass my drink to my home girl anyway. And but, I'm gonna be like, I got two. <laughs> I'll be like, but you, got, you got to buy her drink too. Drinks. Yes. <laughs> one for now, one for the road. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't. And then, like, I just don't even understand how you just, how you just gonna leave your homegirls out hanging like that. And then yeah. old buddy would have got punched because yeah. I wish you would drop your beer right here. I'd have hit his hand. Yes. I, I'm so disrespectful. <clears throat> this is Very. Dr. Wild. Dr. Wild turned into a different person when I'm out with my homegirls because I'm like the mom of the group. And I'm normally the, the smallest, but that's not the point. The point <laughs> is we not gonna do this, right? Well, me and uh, one of my homegirls, we were talking about how we've gone out in the past and how my classic line is like, "Get behind me." <laughs> it's like, but I can see over your head. It's not the point. <laughs> I'm protecting you. But I was like, okay, dude, you mad disrespectful. I know. Like yeah. he did the up down on them and was right. like and laughed <laughs> and then set the drink down. Yeah. just uh, pure disrespect yeah that, i thought Ugh. that was so disrespectful and that's when i was i, I had to ask myself again do people really do this obviously yeah. they probably do because it's being exemplified exactly. in the movie yeah. yeah i just it was it was so like that this part this just whole thing of how people treat mm-hmm. um thick oh, madams is mm-hmm. is so um it was so shocking to me. Yeah. It may, I'm like you, I had secondary embarrassment. I was, I felt bad. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, I wish we could have had, um, you know, a plus size individual on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. A true, today. true, like a, a size 22. Yeah. Not like you were a 12 mm-hmm. or like a 14. Cause yeah. I mean, in, I mean, in American clothing, those are technically plus size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, but we, we would all be considered plus size right now. But mm-hmm. we talking about a for real. Yeah, what you visually what comes to mind when you think a yeah. big girl, uh, or big dude, um, mm-hmm. and even that's a different stereotype because mm-hmm. they can be big from a young age because they've been playing pee wee football their whole life, and it ain't nothing until they get older and got heart disease or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a difference, I think, for men between like husky, mm-hmm. like you are, you just a stout kind of thick dude. Solid football. Uh-huh. And fluffy. You didn't have to say fluffy on the men. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what other word to insert there. <laughs> I was going to say plump, but that didn't sound better. Um, but I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway. Moving on to the next scene. Mm-hmm. They went to Fat Booty Burger. But the three-letter version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, rhymes with class. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, first of all, I this was one um, shot where you got to see Monique's full, like there was a body shot as they were mm-hmm. panning in the them in line. And yeah. I was like, her outfit was really cute mm-hmm. on her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you and can I tell was that's like, a custom. Uh huh. And I was like, she don't look as big as what she's that's, making herself out to be. Yeah. But I was like, but again, that's just my interpretation of her. But I also think back then in the early two thousands, you had that that drastic 
difference. Like you had these very skinny to where you see like, like I was saying earlier, rib cage, sternum, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. And then you had like the cute people, which would be Mia mm-hmm. and they would be considered the thicker people mm-hmm. versus. Well, I think Jasmine or oh, Mo- Jasmine Monique had started on her weight loss journey at that point too. Cause when I saw her at the improv, uh, maybe in 2018, 2019, yeah, 2018, she, she's even smaller than that now. Yeah, she oh, yeah, she's been small now. Yeah, she's been a beast on it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked marvelous. She mm-hmm. looked healthy. And, and even then, at, well, I, I think she's a pretty woman anyway, but um, I remember when I saw her at the improv, I was like, oh, man, she is beautiful. Like, because I got to see her closer up. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking when I looked. I was like, I don't think I've ever like really looked at Monique's face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I was like, she's really pretty. She's a lot smaller than what she was on the Parkers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh for sure. In yeah. this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Way smaller. Mm-hmm. But I, they, I, I don't even understand how that little boy was able to get get that out of his mouth. Yeah, I was like, that how did this scene even take place? You know, I don't think he would have did all that extra. If Mia wasn't there, hmm. Hmm. I feel like he probably was trying to impress because ain't nobody paying attention to you in line. Like you just the, the person taking the order or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think because Maya, you know, she did her whole little skinny order. No this, no that. Take off the bun, just the lettuce wrap. I mean, mm-hmm. just the lettuce. And then his reaction at the end when he cussed her out was be- after Mia had said, what she said about that being her cousin and she told you mm-hmm. and then yeah i was like this boy was bold very like first of all how your co-workers didn't be like hey dog like calm down like it's, nobody it's spot mm. <laughs> like your manager didn't come out because y'all was talking about y'all was using them jokes on the microphone everybody can hear he it. probably was the manager Girl, I hope not. <laughs> I am the man. Or the guy next to him. Yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised. But the way Jasmine read that boy for filth, she did. <laughs> I hilarious. said, oh my Lord. And he just didn't have no no comebacks. No, not at all. Don't start nothing. It won't be nothing. Mm-hmm. And he just, <laughs> the way he was looking around. Uh, like he thought his jokes was, was landing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, right, guys? You so fat, you can't get up. <laughs> Is no that, sir no sit down sir. please just please get off the mic it was so sad like was Good. that supposed to be your audition to becoming a com- uh, comedian because you flopped that he was horrible bad he was horrible but you know he couldn't i felt like i said i felt like he could take um the ranking because he kind of called it on himself and then when mia said what she said on the loudspeaker too um his little ego couldn't take that and he called her fat b and then proceeded to call her that again when Jasmine asked him, what did you say? She balled that fist up like uh, Sophia. Sophia. <laughs> and he went flying, flew into all kind of stuff. He had fries and burgers and, and milkshake. milkshake. <laughs> he got knocked in. the out. Okay. <laughs> he did. But then like at the end of that scene, we see her in bed, like really processing and thinking about all this stuff. It doesn't happen to her. It's been like one hit after another in the course of 24 hours. I was like, it's only been one day. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Like, yeah. guys, we're 40-something minutes in, and it's only been one day for her. Yeah. Imagine I, that. Yeah, I think the beginning of this movie is only like three days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Something like that. 
So then after that, you know, when she get the phone call, that she wanted the trip, the uh-huh. trip to Palm Springs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's not really feeling Believe, it. Yeah. And, you know, Mia's trying to get a hype and, you know, she's super excited because she ready to go show off. Mm-hmm. And then I appreciated Stacy and all of her uh, <laughs> churchdom, <laughs> you know, saying like, look, you need to do this. It's great for you. You know, we need to go out and enjoy ourselves. So I did mm-hmm. appreciate that even though, you know, she was not in a good spot that she listened to her friend and her cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that this is like our first glimpses of her for real being battling depression. Mm-hmm. Cause I think right before that they did go back to work and she was, somebody was staring at her and she's like, what you looking at? I take a picture. She said something crazy to take him. a picture. It'll last long. But I was like, okay, she, and that's she when, for real. Not, but Stacy okay. was also in the, uh, in a negative headspace yes. as well because she was like are we never going to be able to have someone or something like that mm-hmm. yeah because i think um what's that girl uh jasmine was saying it's only black people no if we the only fat people so it oh, was like yeah. both of those things mm-hmm. were kind of um weighing heavy on them and she went shopping on her lunch break window shopping Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. now she eating fried food again on her lunch break Mm -hmm. but then she looking at these skinny mannequins and bikinis not matching up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it just sinks you further and further in Mm -hmm. you know that comparison thing i mean it'll steal all kinds of joy yeah mm-hmm. you, you know? gotta be careful what you feed yourself that's not just like food food that's like what you're watching who you're hanging around what you're listening to because that's mm-hmm. gonna further impact the journey that you're trying to go on because it's not gonna be easy it's hard because mm-hmm. you are you have to remember you already have those um automatic thoughts that you're gonna have about mm-hmm. yourself you know we have those um conversations playing in our head we have those words that were said to us you know like she said when she was younger and those things have been over the lifetime uh watered you know because they were seeds planted and and so now you know you continue to uh validate those seeds and automatic thoughts by the things that you're doing the things that you're looking at the things that you're feeding your mental your spiritual your physical and your emotional Mm -hmm. you know this made me um so when they get to Palm Springs and, you know, they're having this, the whole. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. on. Oh, Before you get there. How did they pack that car? Girl. <laughs> Girl. And the bumper was hanging off when they got there. I said, y'all done tow up. I hope this y'all car. Because if this a rental, y'all in trouble. First of all. How- we got the damage waiver. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't natural. It's $14 though. a day. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how they pay. Y'all didn't close nobody trunk. It was like a cartoon car. Yes. And what and like why do y'all have these like old school suitcases that like can't move? It's trunks. Like, yeah, they had a whole bunch of trunks. Mm-hmm. Which further tells you y'all probably got some money. Because mm. don't know regular people got trunks? No. I got that good old Samsonite. Okay. Thank Not you. The black sponsored. version <laughs> that got three pieces and it's got the carry on. Like no. Right. Good Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) No labels. Right. Yeah. But so there's a a little bit going on in this when they first get there. You know, Mia is in her thong bikini. Oh, Lord. She just was a hot mess. Girl. But it do show the fact that even though she is super small and appears to have it going on, that she still is not a complete person either. And she's extremely money hungry and a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that she leads with body. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say a parent, a her uh, external. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would never know she's smart. You wouldn't know nothing about her. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And, and desperate. Girl. Yes. Pick me woman. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Yep. Up, down, and through. Uh, one part I did hate about this is when they put them uh, ratty tatty robes on. Yeah. Girl. I was like, just get a towel. Mm-hmm. Just get one day towels. They towels gonna be big. Yeah, hotel big. towels are huge. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I didn't realize, and I don't know why, is that they have to think about the fact that they couldn't fit on that table. That I'm just gonna say but that the, pissed me off. That me whole too. thing because I was like, why are the spa services in miniature form? Right. Mm-hmm. Because even a smaller person, those tables would have been a bit uncomfortable to yeah. be. Because anybody that's gotten a massage and those who haven't, you know, you start facing down, mm-hmm. and then at some point they're going to lift the sheet so that you can properly roll over. You would have rolled you right have, off of that table. You just, oh my god, okay, mm-hmm. let me sit. Like you wouldn't right. have been able mm-hmm. to do nothing. But it gets you to thinking, like how jacked up this is when you don't have things set up for all bodies mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like this is not okay mm-hmm. yeah I, that that scene right there made me mad myself because mm-hmm. i'm like i know seriously they can't even get a massage yeah i was like that table look like it's every bit of 18 inches wide yeah mm-hmm. they the robes that they offer were incredibly small right <laughs> jasmine talking about i think my figure putting out <laughs> <laughs> but they just put their raggedy ones on but i was like y'all know better y'all better go down to big t's or somebody and get y'all a robe <laughs> y'all better call down to the uh uh housekeeping and say i need a larger robe or can i get a couple of towels please mm-hmm. either or i mean you can go in naked or that too because it is the spa yeah and I'm going to be half naked anyway, laying on the table. Mm-hmm. Or fully naked if you're really okay with yourself and you trust your uh, massage therapist. But, of course, this was a spot. I didn't know these people. Mm-hmm. But I did. I wrote that in my notes, too, that the world is not built for, you know, um, obese, especially morbid, morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. It's just not built for individuals of that size. It's so funny because it's yeah. not built for it, but they make the food for it. Yeah, <laughs> but and that's a whole other thing because then you get to thinking back to when I was talking about redlining is that also they probably live in a food desert. Mm. Oh, yeah, so the, and if you live in a food desert, like you may have one grocery store in 10 miles mm-hmm. and it's not close to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you, that's why you see a lot of places, especially like up north, you see a lot of places um in Cali where they have a lot of bodegas and like corner stores and different things like that. Like that's not a a necessarily a common thing in Texas. We have them, excuse me, but they're not as common as other Mm -hmm. places like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, insert comes Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mr. Dr. Tunde. Tunde Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he's swimming in the pool and her cousin was eyeing him yeah like she had her crosshairs mm-hmm. and she was watching every move this man was making uh, but at this point in the movie you haven't seen what he actually looks like yet you've seen like the some piece uh-huh the mm-hmm. physique the the pieces of body exactly mm-hmm. mm-hmm but you haven't seen him yet and she's plotting 
<laughs> as the gold diggers. And I'm do. like, you don't even know if this man got money. You don't know nothing about this man. Well, you, she did know because she had already asked because she knew that he was a Nigerian doctor. Oh, yeah, because the oh, bartender oh, asked, right. uh, said something about uh-huh. him. Mm-hmm. That's for the convention right. and all of mm-hmm. that. That's right. Yeah, she, she was plotting. She was trying to become part of his village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a doctor's wife. Mm. Now, um, you know, and then, of course, Jasmine and Stacy show up mm-hmm. as disheartened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Understandably, mm-hmm. as the doctor mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. getting out of the pool and the water is glistening all over his body. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And I say <laughs> <laughs> now I I could have done some more research on this, but I do not know if in Nigerian culture, if larger women are considered to be more desirable. I do know that they like larger women. I don't know why, but I do know that the, I've heard before that they do like larger women. Well, we gonna go off of what the movie said because it was made by a Nigerian woman. So we just gonna assume that there is some validity. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that this is every single Nigerian man is like, oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, my plump queen. <laughs> um, but what I thought was hilarious was that the thin girl just knew he was coming for her Ooh, she girl, knew I, like she didn't even question well, it all of them knew all yeah, of them that's, acted yeah, true. that's true they that's knew true. that they true. couldn't have possibly been chosen and what i like even though in this scene jasmine is like tongue-tied and don't say anything to uh dr tunde you are hearing some of her like internal dialogue mm-hmm. and how negative it is mm-hmm. 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 but i was like girl crush your face because he is not talking to you <laughs> mm-hmm I never knew bodies like this. <laughs> I said, like, come on. Okay. Dr. Tunde. But girl, when his, uh, his humble, his colleagues, cause they're all doctors walk up. They was going in going on in. Mia. And they yes. was like, if you can't say anything nice, say it in Yoruba. Yeah. And I was just like, oh man. But yeah, I used to, when I was younger, I used to have a huge crush on Godfrey. Cause it's just something about him that's sexy to me. Hmm. But I was like, let me calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, is he Nigerian? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because remember, I don't know if you noticed, but him and Rotimi, they have like this comedic skit that they do with each other. Oh. And Jadena where Rotimi is Nigerian, but Nigerian butterscotch. And then you have, <laughs> I can't remember what Jadena is, but he's a lighter complexion. So he's something. And then, I think he's half. Yeah. And then you have uh Godfrey. He's Nigerian. I don't remember what he is, Nigerian chocolate or something, but either way they had these names mm-hmm. and they hilarious. have a whole skit about who they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's Nigerian. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so Shout funny. out to Godfrey. Hello. How are you? And Jadin, Jadin nah. That man is fine. He fine than Godfrey. I'm sorry, Godfrey, but you know, Jadina. Jadina is You know, fine. if you're looking to add oh to your, your harem, I'm available. <laughs> You know, just putting it out there, you know, for future <laughs> reference. Uh, but, you know, yes, Jasmine was completely tongue tied and just was she didn't even <laughs> she was like, <laughs> like she didn't say anything. This man was signing to her. Mm-hmm. What is your name? Like he was signing. Mm-hmm. He was like, like well, she maybe she that. deaf. <laughs> 
he's and like, he's like Look. I don't care. I'm still trying to holler. Right. And her and her homegirl came over to rescue her. Okay. Here mm-hmm. goes Stacy with the alley oop. Gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. Until Godfrey. Yeah. Said something. Not Godfrey. Doctor Akibo said something to her, and she's like, <laughs> Okay. Now you. Now you can't speak. Lord have mercy. And poor little Mia over there, she just don't know what's going on, and they just over there just tearing her to shreds, calling her a toothpick and everything. They talking about she must be sick, <laughs> calling her a toothpick. Now I'm gonna butcher this when he said Biggie dying, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and like everybody in their entire culture throughout the movie is like, she's is she malnourished. Where is your meat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, Hilarious. I was like, I've heard that in another skit somewhere else. Where um, the parent was asking their, I think it was a child uh, saying like, where is your meat? (laughs) But, you know, it may be some truth to all of that, because if you think about like your older, older matriarchs, like that's the first thing they be, they be trying to fatten you up when you come over Mm -hmm. their mama house. So maybe that is something culturally, you know, that we has been continuously passed down and we just didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so later on, they go on their. They've been invited to go to an event mm-hmm. later on that evening. And, and Mia's date didn't want to take her. He was like, <laughs> I don't want to deal Lying. with the toothpick. Lying talking about that's his patient. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. And the lady was like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> and I was like, but you know what? This is her getting a glimpse of what um, big people probably get on a consistent basis like mm-hmm. that rejection and mm-hmm. you know you're not you're not the ideal mm-hmm. visually i just don't you're not it for me yeah mm-hmm. and she couldn't handle it she yeah. could you can tell she's sensitive you know she talking about some, uh doing the, uh i wish i uh what, what was it the dorothy thing um which part when she was clicking her oh yeah later to oh, yeah. try to get back yeah, home to get back home you know it's just so that part interspersed throughout the movie that's a breath of fresh air because we are getting to see things mm-hmm. from a different culture mm-hmm. like yeah. even when she was being shady before they went out and she's talking about that's why they like to circumcise they women i was mm-hmm. like "Ooh, i'm actually glad that they brought it up because female circumcision is a, a area that people don't often discuss mm-hmm. you know because it's not when we think of circumcision, that's a whole, that's something else. But this is like the mutilation of genitalia, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, come on now. Talking about, are you trying to, what you trying to do? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, she just came straight out the gate with it. Yeah. Talk about she an was aggressive super woman. Hating. Yeah. She was aggressive. I was like, Ooh. see, this is when we talk about that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he liked it though. He did. He, I mean, he, now I'm not going to say he did not put up boundaries aka check her but he he did do that but he was still like okay i like that she's spicy I like, yeah, yeah. I like i like that little fire you got in mm-hmm. you. <laughs> but uh so then they go to the what was it called oh, we was gonna say it's the banquet yeah the banquet <laughs> we don't know what is when what's happening and um this is when you first start to see um stacy oh yeah yes. starting to let loose <laughs> but it was only after she got that pump of um she was affirmed yeah mm-hmm. now y'all when that man took that fufu <laughs> and <laughs> dipped it in that goosey soup 
<laughs> and like, put it in her mouth. I was mm-hmm. like, I was drooling a little bit. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, don't you feed me with your fingers? <laughs> don't you feed me? But it was just like that's okay. a very intimate act. Yeah, it it is, is a, and I don't know you like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you just fed yourself. You just put your own I was in like, your he trying to make my Scorpio come <laughs> out. Like, stop it, girl. Get back in there. <sighs> but I enjoyed it because even though it was a highly sexual scene, I also enjoyed the fact that he was educating her mm-hmm. about his culture yeah. without it being like, well, this is the way. You know what I mean? Real right. extra. Yeah. It wasn't demanding. But yeah. I also like that he saw her. Mm-hmm. Yes. He could tell mm-hmm. that she, she needed now. that. Mm-hmm. She needed somebody that was going to like you know pull that out of her and like encourage her to be the woman Mm -hmm. that she is and it yes you could go into all the stereotypes of like african men rushing through the dating stage and doing you know you can do a stereotype if you want to but that's not what was happening in this movie Mm -mm. for any of the men Mm -mm. no because he was you know telling her when monique went out on the uh dance floor he was like and she tried to get her and she was like no I, you know i don't want to mm-hmm. do that he was like why not look at her she's having fun and you know letting loose why why yeah. won't you do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he said something and i'm probably going to quote this wrong or paraphrase it wrong but it was something along the lines of like there's some of her in you or yeah. yes. there's part of you and her it was mm-hmm. something along those lines that's why because y'all, y'all, that's why y'all friends mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i also like that dr tunde explained what the spray dance was and like showering mm-hmm. you with money and like <laughs> Monita, I'm about to go get these coins. <laughs> she was on a whole stripper situation. Yeah. Like that's not what we're doing. Mm-mm. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know something I thought was interesting is that after the event, you know, you see uh Jasmine and Dr. Tunde walking and he's trying to be like the perfect gentleman and be super respectful and all this other kind of stuff. But Jasmine in her head, she like, tear my clothes off my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the other end, you got super timid Stacy mm-hmm. trying to like get her life together, giggling like a schoolgirl. And Dr. Akibo and he want to rip her clothes off and she's like I don't I don't know what I'm doing so it's hilarious to see that they're going on this journey of whatever self-discovery I guess and they both need what they're getting from these guys and it's mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and how both guys really are in tune with the women that they're with mm-hmm. yeah you know it pays to be observant mm. yeah and it doesn't feel pressured Mm-mm. observant <laughs> that's a word it is because i i don't see any of that in the dating world <laughs> i know i feel for some of my clients they be talking about these men are trash yeah. oh i had one client oh yeah i'm not gonna even describe the story just on the off chance that she might listen to the uh, podcast but i was really like it hurt my heart for her it's just the, some of the stuff that she was describing and, and kind of what happened with this individual Man, I was like, dang. I'm about to have my mama set me up in an arranged marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over it. I'm so over this. Hey, I've heard some people in arranged marriages are quite happy. Yeah, Yeah, I know a lot of folks. I I just know my mama got to do it because she is her. You know what I mean? Like she going to be like, hey, and get it right. Come Mm -hmm. correct. Don't come at all. Thank God for my fiance. 
<laughs> he's gonna be happy i'm able to call him my fiance and not significant other that's oh yeah time. that's the first time i think you've said that on the uh on the show <laughs> i think we mentioned it previously fiance mm. fiance <laughs> <laughs> i could speak today uh okay um so then we cut to the ladies well at least stacy <laughs> uh, starts to get her groove on bust it wide open and i tell her bring it back i'm sorry i had to y'all I had to uh because she was getting it in yeah she was on a whole other level i said okay she wanted poor man out he okay. was tired <laughs> <laughs> just he just wanted some lunch that's all he wanted <laughs> he she was like no nah, i got all the lunch i need right here <laughs> It's like you got to replenish your electrolytes, ma'am. All oh, that doing that soap. I know. Oh. All them <laughs> bubbles. I said y'all put too much bubbles in that tub. Like I, my skin was itching. It was like a whole bottle of Dawn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was thick bubbles. Yeah. It wasn't like oh these like them bubbles that's gonna pop after. No, no this was lather. Yeah. It was like they had a tub full of like lather. They had an outfit of bubbles. <laughs> they did. <laughs> You can tell they were struggling after that one. Yeah. Ooh. To rinse all that off? Yeah. Slipping and sliding. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked they oh. was able to get get the get in with them all in bubbles on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. No That's comment. <laughs> but I was when I was watching your, you know, this section of scenes, uh, I was like, man, look at vitamin D will change your life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, As I turn to the other side, <laughs> vitamin D will change your life. Yeah. She she came on alive, huh? She did. Yeah. She started dressing different. Mm-hmm. She, she had, had no clothes su- on. She had a little sway to her now. Nah, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this is no longer Stacy. <laughs> this is Stassi. <laughs> Stassi. <laughs> but it also shows what you don't got mm-hmm. how that kind of kind of goes away and um she out here thinking something wrong with her something wrong with him um we talking about jasmine and dr tunde because he trying to be a gentleman like he literally walked away talking about oh i hope i'm not going too fast i know and she's like just take my clothes off and get me but <laughs> he was like oh i just want to go at the speed i'm going at but you know it is what it is i thought mm-hmm. that was good of him just because the i felt like the observant part was coming out really good on mm-hmm. this part because he was observing that that's not what she needed mm-hmm. like had they immediately done that like it would have it could have erased everything that he was yeah. trying to do mm-hmm. yeah and it, i thought this was also a great example of two men showcasing being an alpha because you know people don't know what a real alpha male is they that's a whole topic we need to do on that but it showed them being the leader role and being Mm -hmm. the go-to person or whatever and it showed that it's not an overly aggressive demeaning it's that's Mm -hmm. not what being an alpha is right yeah right i can agree with that Mm mm-hmm because you saw a late, at least in one case, a lady with a strong personality mm-hmm. that any in any other sense of the word or situation would have been the dominant, mm-hmm. you know, person in the room, mm-hmm. but that she was willing to like, okay, 
Mm-hmm. I'll follow. And I did, I did like that about her because it, as aggressive as she had been before, she allowed him to take the lead. Mm-hmm. And at least in that scene anyway. And right. all of them. Yeah. Really? Except for <laughs> the buffet scene. Yeah. She was just like, okay, I'm listening. Okay. She, I mean, she voiced her opinion. I don't know why, you know, people... They mm-hmm. don't understand that word submission. I don't know why they un- don't understand what that really mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to go somewhere else mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what comes next? I forgot. Um, really, I think it's kind of the next day. I think the only other thing that happened in that scene was we just see that Mia is drinking herself oh, to oblivion. <laughs> yeah. Man, she just gone, poor baby. She I just know. like, I can't take no more. She just. Of this she, rejection. She mm-hmm. just tore up. And so then I think the next day is when we see, um, what is his name? J- uh, Jasmine and Dr. Tunde and they talking about the fish. Mm. Um, and he, he, he rolling with the sexual innuendos and stuff. Talking <laughs> about the fish eyes <laughs> and it's a stimulant and all this. Mm-hmm. Other. I said, okay, okay, let me find out. Mm-hmm. And then. <sighs> Jasmine, oh Lord, just she was just so inappropriate when she told me, "Can I suck it?" What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ma'am, Ma'am, let this man be a gentleman. Okay. I mean, he rolled with her, but I was just like, "You gonna get yourself in trouble?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, that's the, with that punch you in the face, mm-hmm. like the energy is just yeah. a little strong. Yeah. This is also where the. What we were talking about earlier, the waitress was mm-hmm. trying to hit on Dr. Tunde and acting as if uh, Jasmine wasn't there and was like, is this your sister type vibe? Mm-hmm. And Jasmine was about to fight her, <laughs> fight her, fight her, like got up out her chair until Dr. Tunde was like, why does that even matter what somebody else is thinking? I'm here with you. Um, and the only reason why you feel intimidated is because you believe she can compete with you. Yes. Now, I, I was thought like, that was so yes. This mm-hmm. these knowledge mm-hmm. better Nuggets. build her up because you know we don't see a whole bunch of movies where the woman is being built up. It's always mm-hmm. the woman building the mm-hmm. man up. So I'm like, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. It is a nice firm role, uh, me role reversal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also, when I was watching this scene, I was like, okay, um, Jasmine has a problem with being vulnerable and being open and like mm-hmm. we've talked about in past uh sessions, she's living from her wound instead of her scar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good it's you see this, she's sabotaging herself. Like you Oh yeah. It you makes her laying out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see that from the time it started till mm-hmm. when she actually did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that she is trying to correct herself in some ways because the night before he had told her to stop calling herself a bee. Mm-hmm. Like that's not an appropriate way to address herself and she you can see her like choosing Struck. her words wisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but then she makes that whole statement of well when I get down to a size five da 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 and the doctor's like, as a doctor, you will never get to a size five because that's not the way your body is structured. When he mm-hmm. said that, I f- like I felt a knife in my heart. I was like, "Ooh, she's about to break his face." <laughs> the but you know, hearing that though, is it, like it's a knife in your own heart. Yeah, like, as a watcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because if you struggle with weight, you know, fluctuating, going up and down, or you're, you know, a uh, 
large to a very large individual like that's a like that's a reality reality check that you just sometimes you're just not prepared for Mm -hmm. like in your mind you believe that you can get to whatever this ideal size Mm -hmm. or weight number is but you forget you know do you have broad shoulders do you have are you very bottom heavy um you know are you are you i mean because the thing is for her like he was sounding like he was describing for her height like that's just not feasible for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day like are you now could she have gotten to that size yeah but like are you gonna want to do what it takes to get to that size and maintain Maintain it it. that is a hard life like i always think of like athletes and bodybuilders and things of that nature Mm -hmm. eventually your body get tired you know and it can't maintain that huge of a change for her specific situation and are you going to be healthy because you remember the last session we talked about Mm -hmm. the diet culture and making sure that we are going to be healthy in whatever journey we're taking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely absolutely i I do love that um dr tunde when she was like comparing herself to skinny women he said uh the reason why they treated her the way that they treat her is because they are hopelessly insecure and incurably unhappy. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. okay, you dropping bars. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, man's I, spitting. Yeah, he was, but he, he had so many little nuggets that he um, was given to her. Like he was, it was correction, mm-hmm. but it was from a place of love. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. a, from a place of beating her down. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, that's people always believe for some reason that feedback and criticism is something that you can't receive. But if it's done in a way that doesn't hurt you, if it's done with truth, because we've said it many times Mm -hmm. on here, truth without compassion is cruelty. So when you're giving constructive criticism, if you're combining truth with compassion, it's a much more digestible thing for the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, we, and we've said before, it, when you provide criticism to someone, it's not meant to for either of you to walk away angry. Mm-hmm. It's meant for both of you to be able to walk away uplifted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I concur. And that comes with, you know, I think as a whole, uh, starting to change our definitions of confrontation, our definitions mm-hmm. of disagreement, our definitions of constructive criticism, because it's been um, combined with such a negative mm-hmm. outlook mm-hmm. Yeah. or think, expectation. I think a lot of people just stuck on that struggle of like that. Mm-hmm. That's true love. Oh and I'm like, I'm not struggling. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I talked about that in <laughs> session this week. I'm like, you sit over there by <laughs> yourself love is not and be you. dysfunctional. Right. It is not. I'm like, it's cloud. Oh, yes. He talked to me crazy. That mean he loved me. That mean you dumb. Right. And, and that, I'm sorry to say that like that, but that's what that mean. And that means you very <laughs> insecure because you if you had some security, you would know that you, that's not how people talk to you. Mm-mm-mm. You don't want your boss talking to you like that. So why would you want your significant other talking to you like that? Right. right. Somebody would. Somebody that's supposed to mean something to you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let me, let's get off of that because okay. I'm going to feel myself getting, getting mad. bad. <laughs> I started frowning and stuff. I know. I think both of us were. <laughs> That's funny. I'm okay. not okay with that. Um, I think the next part is the pool right after that. And they talking about mm. um, how their interactions are going. Oh, yeah. um, we see Mon- 
Monique's hairy legs. Um, That wasn't wasn't cute to me (laughs) at all. And we find out that Stacy don't have no more clothes. She just got this swimsuit because Dr. Kibo done threw everything out. Um, But this is where they were talking about the sex stuff where Mm -hmm. uh, Jasmine was saying, hey, you know, how are you doing? And she's like, it's going wonderful. And um, he's like, well, at least you getting some some love or something like that. And um, Stacy was like, this is a lust thing. And um, and I could appreciate that yes, from her too because really it wasn't sick. like over the hill over him, like mm. thinking they were about to be in love and stuff like that. So yeah, I was married like, and yeah, yeah, a house with two point five children, right? Exactly. She took it for what it was, and I like that. But you can tell from Jasmine's perspective that sex is her litmus test for how somebody feels towards her, mm-hmm. and you can tell that you know that's picked up from our society. Like I've heard a lot of. Um, plus size women say you know men will sleep with me they'll have sex with me but they don't want yes. me to be their girlfriend or be shown in public so this is kind of it goes kind of hand in hand with that yeah mm-hmm. I've heard that too yeah I've heard that as well which is so unfortunate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they yeah. um, sexualize them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I was just thinking man that's um, just imagine being fetishized on so many layers mm-hmm you know, you're a plus size woman. Uh, since we're talking about black women, you know, there's that's just a lot of layers to be mm-hmm. adding on mm-hmm. on why somebody would choose you. And that goes back to what we were saying a little bit earlier about being dehumanized mm-hmm. because I am all you see is the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's the intersectionality for me. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So then is this after where she's at home and no, she actually kind of gets like amped up and she's like, oh, okay. Okay. Talking to Stacy and she mm-hmm. goes in back to the spa services. She mm-hmm. tells him to put the bed together. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Nails and makeup. Mm-hmm. Like she getting ready she for this. Good. She felt she bomb did. about herself and she, she was it, going out, going on a date on for her, uh, with herself, with herself. Cause mm-hmm. this was, she ah, about yes. to go to the buffet because Dr. Tunde when they had their little come to Jesus meeting and he actually did end up kissing her down. It was a lovely kiss Um, (laughs) in public. uh, He told her that he had a meeting with a colleague. Um, He didn't say what the colleague looked like or anything, but yeah, but that wasn't good. Well, see, I, I, the scene wasn't good. That's what I was saying. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Cause what I was thinking is, if he and Jasmine were in an established relationship, mm-hmm. then I think communicating more about who the One. colleague was yeah. would have been important. Yeah. But since he literally just met you a day ago, a day ago, he's not obligated to go into that much detail mm-hmm. about the colleague. So I, you know, I ultimately thought her reaction was, I mean, I know it was for this for the movie. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like it was way over the top. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was way over the top for somebody that you have zero. Like y'all, y'all ties have barely. I mean, yes, y'all have y'all y'all had your first kiss, but y'all haven't nothing. Yeah, nothing else. Like y'all not. You I don't, mean y'all are vibing bomb, but it's like you don't own this man at all. It also tells me that you're not thinking 
about his position. You mm-hmm, jeopardizing mm-hmm. his career. You also a little a little sexist in a way because you didn't even consider that this colleague could be a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Like, we we but in see, 2000s I, at this point. But see, I, I feel like she saw a white woman thin and it just popped off for her. I agree. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't it think was, she was ready for him. Mm-mm. She was, in that moment, that woman was dehumanized. Mm-hmm. She was an mm-hmm. object. Mm-hmm. She was the object of all the women that have taken a man from her before. Mm-hmm. All the times that she's been overlooked and hey uh do you mind if i holla at your home girl you know that's mm-hmm. that's what happened in that moment mm-hmm. so i agree with both of you guys mm-hmm. it, it became that woman didn't exist as a person in that in that time yeah. mm-hmm. and i do appreciate uh jasmine talking to him i mean she was giving some shade to the woman but she talked specifically to him not to her because mm-hmm. you know how that go you want to blame the person that's new mm-hmm. even though technically mm-hmm. when that situation but yeah how how y'all feel about the buffet, girl? That talking to talking herself into all that eating all that food. I was like, Jasmine, you yeah. just said you want to be a size five. Yeah, that there's such a mental disconnect, or I don't know what the I can't off the top of my head think about what the like psych term for that would be. But there's such a huge disconnect between what you are saying that you want versus what you are doing to Mm -hmm. get it Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean like i feel like she got everything that was on the buffet she saw the chicken she saw the uh quiche she's i mean everything the cheese whatever like she was like talking to it as if these were her children yeah Mm mm-hmm and it's comedic in the movie, but, you know, we analyzing it from a psychological perspective. Like, she has clearly a unhealthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there is no intuitive eating Mm-mm. going on at that moment. If anything, like, you are full on going into your binge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if she, if this character had a binge disorder, mm-hmm. binge eating disorder, like, you have, you've just dived right into it yeah. in that moment. In and that moment. justified every part every of it. Every part of let's it. Let's get this salad. Let's, let's get the cracker. This is going to be my crouton. Like, you did good this week. Ma'am, no, you haven't. You just ordered a whole menu of food <laughs> from Fat Booties. <laughs> <laughs> Edited. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like that amount of self-justification or I don't know if it's rationalization. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Because I was like, it's it's something I I can't think of the term. (laughs) This is why three heads are better than one. Um, Yeah, like how you rationalize that in your mind that, you know what? I deserve this because today is my day and Mm -hmm. I feel good and I feel pretty. And this buffet is out here for me exactly to celebrate but you know the the reality of that is we all do that we all do girl let me say i'm going to the chinese well when we didn't have the panoramic um let me say i'm going to the chinese buffet oh i'm about to eat ridiculous now i would make it be like one meal but even that like if anybody tells you like when you have a cheat meal it's only supposed to be like a couple maybe a hundred or so calories more than what you would normally eat for a not, typical meal. Not, not 3,000. Right. No, not 3,000. That's your whole and day. And plus dessert. And plus that on the 3,000. Yes. <laughs> if you guys could see my face when I'm thinking cheat meal, I'm like, oh, a buffet cheat meal. Oh. Right. That's why oh, I don't yeah. go to buffets because 
first of all, I can't eat but one plate. Pure anyway. glutton. Plus, it's yes. nasty now. Gluttonous. Now my yes. mind is like it's all kind of germs on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched the video on YouTube and I saw a kid mm. sneeze oh, on God. the buffet Mm-mm. and I was like, oh, I think I'm done with buffets after that. The yeah. buffet. And that was just a video that I was watching. Mm-mm-mm. I was like, yeah, no I, think I, I think I'm done with buffets. Mm-hmm. No gracias. <laughs> that was enough. Mm-mm. It should be a height requirement. You should, must be restored <laughs> to use the, if your face ain't above the, the shield. And that's a parenting thing too. I, I have never been allowed to go to the dang buffet by myself as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I don't ever I remember going by my kids. plates kid. are heavy. No, they do yeah. be heavy because they got to, you know, bring yeah. the spring down. That's beside the point. You can tell we like to eat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and carry all the food you're about to load up on here. Okay. Yeah. And she. The pounds of food that you're about to eat. You saying that just brought the visual of Jasmine walking into the dining room. She like had she like had a truck, like yes. a wind, no, not Wendy's, Luby's, furs, <laughs> a cafeteria tray. Yes. Full of plates. She yeah. probably had probably like six plates on her she had a lot of tray them. yeah and then dropped it and made a fool out of herself oh. i felt so bad for her in that moment i i felt bad for everybody because <laughs> everybody was them. looking like yeah i was embarrassed for him the dining room the secondhand embarrassment in this movie is Ooh, real it's bad mm-hmm. but i you know i will give him buku credit in this situation because he ran after her he still continued to hold her accountable talking about why are you so suspicious why are you so angry why you know are you like this and then she owned up to it and she realized she was she was Mm self-sabotaging you know um it's just when you can't pull yourself back in embarrassment and you can tell her inner child was acting a dang fool it was yeah that's how you know when your inner child is not healed that's Mm -hmm. a girl very clear depiction of your inner child trying to get to some attention mm-hmm. and you're not paying you have never paid attention to yeah. it mm-hmm. and the flip side of that is if you feel like you are a controlling person you are parentifying someone else's inner child because yours was your needs of yours wasn't met but you know that's another topic for another Ooh, that, was, just, that was deep dr wall I, I was gonna say you just told them something so deep and then you just gonna leave them right there okay. you know we dropped these nuggets okay <laughs> i was like hold on i felt like i just went to therapy <laughs> <laughs> okay like, but i mean a minute that is how it is i yep. mean i i can attest to that i my my little alpha self be having problems sometimes <laughs> Me, all of us <laughs> This is not therapy. <laughs> it's group session. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're, as they say, therapizing. That is not a word. It's an analyzing y'all uh, by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. So then they go home, right? With, or they go back to the hotel. She goes. She go run around messing up everybody. Well, messing up Stacy fun. Mm-hmm. Talking about I got to go. And then they yeah. start packing up. And Mia with her extra She was like, self. let's go. She when she was crying on uh Stacy and uh, Jasmine talking about I they got to be gay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh! Like, like this still you how you no make this still about you? Right? Like, please go pack your stuff no and be quiet. In sight. It and is so I, difficult dealing with a person that is not self aware. Yes, I was just talking. Doctor Wall does not know this, but I had a headache after one of my sessions yesterday. Because this particular client, man, I wish I could go into the story, but 
when I say zero, zero insight, I don't think I've worked that hard in session in a long time. You had a cluster B? <laughs> yes. Very much so. Jumping out the DSM cluster B. Like, it was one of the most difficult sessions I've had <laughs> in a very long time. And it's like, you become a drain on the people around you. So just thinking about Mia, like you're making this situation about you. I mean, she's in that close to be a little bit herself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you're, you're draining to other people because they're trying to get you to see something, but you are dead set <laughs> in that your way or what you think is the end all be all. Mm hmm. And you just got to deal with it. So then you force other people to compromise themselves to not speak up to whatever it is and, and dim their light to let you shine. Mm -hmm. Which makes no sense in the grand scheme of life because we can all shine at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the thing is she really, honestly, Mia didn't have to say anything. They just needed to let her cry because mm -hmm. she had just embarrassed herself. And she explained it. Right. She didn't go into detail in that moment, but she explained it enough to where she was currently out. She said she messed up. She said that she was the one who, you know, sabotaged this, this relationship, which was going really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, and I do yeah. have to give props to uh, Stacy because mm -hmm. she said, you know, I don't want to, you know, take you away from ha you having fun. She was like, no, if you leave, we all leave. Yeah. And, you mm -hmm. know, I thought that was, insightful for her self-aware for her to know yeah. that I needed to be there for my girl yeah I agree because when you think about it why was Mia not going to the uh spa services with her like that would have been a perfect time to have some cousin bonding or whatever mm -hmm. but you know but she you was so wrapped soaking. up in her and soaking and not being able to get a man and all of that stuff that you can't even see that this would be an opportunity for you to bond with your cousin yep yeah mm-hmm mm-mm-mm uh, I feel like we should tell the interns what cluster B is. <laughs> I we can remind I believe, them. We've I talked about it before, it before, but yeah. Um, so in our book of diagnosis, diagnoses, um, our Bible, yes. <laughs> you have personality disorders mm -hmm. and there are three clusters of personality disorders. Mm hmm a professor told me they're usually kind of how they categorized it was wild, weird, and wary. Oh, that's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, your cluster A are going to be your <laughs> weird. I could go. I mean, cluster A tends to be the people that kill folks. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cluster b would be your wild mm -hmm. yes uh and your cluster c would be wary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cluster b contains borderline personality yes narcissistic personality mm. and that good old histrionic histrionic personality <laughs> um and isn't antisocial in cluster b too is that cluster B or cluster, cluster A? Oh, I thought uh, it was cluster C. No, 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 no. It'll be cluster A. That's why we got a book, y'all, because can't nobody remember all this all the, information. Look, I went to school Seven. 10 we years ago. in 2011. Okay. <laughs> Cut me some slack interns. Even your t your professors have to write on the 
<laughs> the whiteboard. Let me see. I'm pulling it up. But we say all that to say. Um, Mia would likely fall in. I feel like she's got a little bit of two mm-hmm. of them in there. <laughs> she probably do. She got a little bit of narcissism mm-hmm. and a little bit of histrionic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to read them so we so the listeners, our lovely interns, have this. So you have cluster A. That's going to be your eccentric or odd, which weird mm-hmm. you said it you got paranoid personality disorder schizotypal schizoid um cluster b is going to be your erratic or dramatic that's going to be antisocial borderline histrionic narcissistic and then cluster c is your fearful and anxious that's avoidant dependent okay. obsessive compulsive personality disorder so avoiding is c hmm. did you just ask i said antisocial antisocial okay so we got your wild weird and wary yes um and i was like i like that that's why i remembered it all these years because i was like that's a good way to like yeah i didn't get categorize them but i wouldn't you know my school (laughs) psychoanalytic that's all we got Uh, sorry (laughs) but i would put mia in a little bit of two now is she diagnosis worthy so Mm -hmm. every time so just because a person has features or traits in any of these categories it does not always mean that they have a full-blown diagnosis of this so she got a little sprinkle sprinkle of narcissism she got a little sprinkle sprinkle of histrionic um and it came through in that moment when they were supposed to be sharing and supporting jasmine that Mm -hmm. i just i got to have the light i can't help it And and this is also a reason side note like people stop like labeling folks when you don't have now piece of degree <laughs> now piece of education in that mm-hmm. area because it it tears my nerves up when people are like oh she bipolar he bop stop saying stuff like that because they changing moods or doing something like that like oh, just say yeah. that they irritating you like mm-hmm. use your yes. words better how about that I know. yes yeah please <laughs> like, who diagnosed you with bipolar oh well i don't know about all that okay then you not mm-hmm so and you had a mood swing. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. It's natural. Control mm-hmm. yourself. But I think after that, that's that's the spiral. That's when the whole fallout of everything. Mm-hmm. She's uh, we see her like Taking laying the closet. Yeah, laying, nah, she laying in, in bed. Pool for the food. I said this is circa her getting ready to be in pre- precious because mm-hmm. the way she was crying and. Acting and in you got to think those movies is years yeah. apart. But you, the I said, okay, they was like, who going to be Precious Mama? Uh-huh. Her. Because you can tell that this scene, it was, was like some th- stuff that she was actually dealing with and had gone through. She mm-hmm. was crying, crying, like that hopeless despair. Like yeah. that, that stomach hurt. Uh, cry. Uh huh. <laughs> when, when you get your butt beat too hard. Uh huh. I was like, oh yeah, this, this, this. She about to be in precious. Yeah, that's this. But she's but, a great. This was. This would have showcased for me. And I'm sorry, Doctor Wall, I'm gonna cut you off. But for me, this is what sealed that Monique is a great actress. Mm-hmm. And despite all of the the B moviness of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. That this woman is a great actress. Mm-hmm. She is. She just needed a little training, mm-hmm. a little help. But before that part of the scene, we see her laying in the bed, lying in the bed, I mean, and she is surrounded by every type of snack cake, 
pizza, pizza whole cake. Like she got meals in the bed with her. You can tell she has not washed her butt in days. Mm-hmm. In fact, her cousin comes up to the door and is telling her that she can smell her outside in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Like this is an example of severe depression. Like she needed a little, a little stay. She did. Yeah. And I would even say to the point of a almost a psychotic break. Yeah. Cause she, you know, was thinking that the mannequin, like she heard the, her yes. cousin, but she like made she disassociated. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like she had a, a, a fugue state almost. Yes. Where she, the mannequin was talking to her and, you know, just kind of reacted on that. And she also had her picture. She mm-hmm. had her picture on, on the body. On the main, mm-hmm. body. Yeah. yeah. Now she was triggered everybody from, she was watching another one of them dang infomercials, which you know, them, them are for the de- from the devil. Um, money wise or food. But wise. I do have to let y'all know. <laughs> I was feeling that part when that lady was like, I don't want to have to eat lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We always feeling that. Cause y'all too. know, I say this is, this ain't nothing but grass. Uh-huh. These little baby trees. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was I could not wait. Uh, Doctor Jones had watched the movie before I did. I could not <laughs> wait for that part. <laughs> and I la- I did actually laugh my yes. behind off because I was like, because everyone true. knows how I feel about salad. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a bomb salad. Like what you got to eat when you are trying to like drop down. That's not gonna be the bomb salad. So you literally eating salt and pepper salad, mm-hmm. <laughs> lemon juice. I want a lemon on my Own salad. Lettuce. Mm-hmm. fruit and lettuce yeah uh, such a yeah. depressing combination yeah yeah that that was her breaking point though she when she saw that woman crying and then she was like what you say to me that i was like oh lord she about to she about to go somewhere else yeah oh she did she she, she went, went way, way left yes and then on top of that, y'all, y'all know I be seeing the random stuff in the background or the random stuff on people. Oh, she had this one track on her head. Yes. One track. I was like, what is going on? I said, am I seeing what I'm seeing? Is that a track back It's there? one track. But you can tell that it went with the style that she wore when she got her life together. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to see the one track. <laughs> yeah. In I my head, that. I'm like, you put that glue on your hair? I had a whole moment. I had, I had. I couldn't even focus. Y'all need to start looking but, in the background more. But when she threw that mannequin head out it and it hit that cousin, Mia. Oh, oh my God. Oh my, my cousin is crazy. She's losing her mind. Oh I wonder God. if that was an accident. I think that was an accident because she really did look stunned. She and did. then she started laughing. You know how your face laugh uh-huh. on the inside before you, your lips you get to your lips. She was done. Yo, I couldn't even stop laughing. <laughs> she hit her in the head so hard. It's like, what? And she took she took this mannequin apart. She, she threw the did. head, the she arms. threw the arms, the torso, the stand, threw her TV out because it kept talking, talking to her. To but even though it, we obviously know it wasn't talking to her. But that's this is what you get when you get to a dis a place of disassociation. Like mm-hmm. I, I, she was like one second away from having a full mental break. Mm-hmm. You know, man, that is yeah. hilarious. It was a mess but you know shout out to the actors going through (laughs) (laughs) moments where they they actually get hurt but you gotta keep going because that made me think about Django when Leonardo now y'all know that's my boo when Leonardo DiCaprio broke that glass and then wiped that blood on Carrie Washington's face Mm -hmm. and it was real and that was real Mm. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. and you just keep rolling with the scene won't do that now covid mm-hmm. but oh i was like man shout out to act method acting and that's yeah. why so many of them uh that are in to their characters like that tell younger actors to make sure that they go and get therapy after they get done with their role because mm-hmm. it's it's too much yeah mm-hmm. um at the end of this scene though before we go on i could appreciate the fact that she kind of went back into her mind and pulled from her grandmother Mm -hmm. and realized that she had had some building up the whole time. And she, she, she essentially had a paradigm shift. That's really what happened. And she, you Mm -hmm. can see the lack of love and acceptance she received from her parents was, it really was made up from her grandmother but she had not properly processed it Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. you know that's a problem that we see in a lot of places you don't properly process what's going on around you you gonna stay stuck oh for sure because if you don't receive what you need from the people you think you should get it from you don't see it Mm -hmm. that you got it from someone else until someone like one of us break it down for you to be able to see that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep you felt that I did (laughs) (laughs) I got my life together today. <laughs> um, well, the next scene, um, this it's is like all sunny. And yeah, I was like, this beautiful. is when the shift starts to happen yes. for her. Her room is clean. Um, she's standing booking naked. Exactly. And just enjoying it. Yes, and just like saying, this is the body that I have. There may be things that I want to change in it, but I'm going to enjoy what I have. She's taking down all of the things that don't serve her mm-hmm. and only the things yeah. that feed her in a positive manner are up on the walls. You can tell she didn't throw out all that little bitty clothing. It's well, she just didn't have a choice. <laughs> she had ripped it out the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mia walking in with that dang mannequin arm. Talking about, oh, is she changing? <laughs> I can come back. <laughs> she like, no, come on in girl. I'm, I'm just, just enjoying en- my nakedness. Just enjoying me. Exactly. But that was good for her though. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, I'm definitely not going to about to get into the healthy at every size body positivity movement or the fat acceptance movement. But what I will say in relation to that is you do want to have self worth and self value mm-hmm. and, you know, confidence in you. That's not always tied to how you look. But you still want to be proud of yourself despite what you look like in that moment. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, because I think the reason why so many people have issues with self-esteem is because they base their self-esteem on external things. Mm -hmm. And if we start looking at the internal things that we have that are not uh, taken away from anyone, like we're, you know, you're loyal, you're honest, you're genuine, you're authentic, you're happy, you're at peace, you know, things like that. Those mm-hmm. are things that people can't take from you. Yeah. Those external things are things that people that fluctuate. And, and if mm-hmm. we continue to gauge our self esteem on those things, we're always going to be up and down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, when you are whatever weight you are at, Losing weight is not going to change your mentality. Nope. You have to change that where, where you are. So it's not, you know, we're, that we're trying to boost or, you know, have you to accept yourself at the weight that you are or any fat shaming and things like that. But you do have to be in a certain mindset because honestly, when you have those, um, 
gastric bypass surgeries and mm-hmm. things like that, you have to go through therapy mm-hmm. because they know that, okay, yeah, you can have this surgery, but if your mental does not change, mm-hmm. you'll be right, you'll work, be, you'll be you right back. Yeah. And it happens to a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, they get sleeve or gastric bypass mm-hmm. or the balloon or whatnot. And they lose 100, 200, some 300 pounds. And then within a few years, they're right back. back to where they were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that goes across many things. That's no different than, you know, other plastic surgeries and things of that nature, the BBLs, mm-hmm. the fake breasts. Yeah. Or, you know, people, you know, that I see in my uh, LGBTQIA community um, that are going through the transition. Like, my clients already know when they come to me and they are uh, – ready to transition it's a long journey because you got to make sure your inside is going to match the new person that you're trying to become on the outside because i'm not losing no clients because they didn't do the work Mm -hmm. i'll be like nope they're not ready Mm -hmm. and you can go find somebody else but it's not going to be on my head i'm like you need to do the work to get where you're trying to go because i want you to enjoy yeah what you because that's not an easy journey yeah and you you, it's not a, a i can change back and forth no no once you've had surgery i mean you i mean i guess you could but that's a lot that's a lot of that's a lot pressure (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. wow man okay well i think they're at work the club oh that's right they go back to the club sorry for my (laughs) super um star screen voice there guys (laughs) and In the and only the us 80s babies and maybe 70s babies will know what i mean um but no, it was sound wave. That's what I did. I did sound wave. I was really upset by this dude. I'm like, why is the same dude in the club? Yeah. Like this off, your joint? Like why is the same guy? And now you gonna pretend like you don't recognize these people? Mm-hmm. You may not know people's name, but you can recognize the face and be like Cause you just laughed at them. Like if it had just not been even, Stacey, that'd have been okay because she did have a complete change, but you knew it was two of them. And this ain't even been like maybe a week. <laughs> he got amnesia. I know. I'm like, Oh, he was drunk. Maybe he was drunk. Whatever. <laughs> hmm. Okay. We gonna give it to him, I guess. But you know, what kind of made me want to slap somebody was the whole, the, Mean Girls trio coming oh. in and say something. What them dancing and having fun got to do with you? But like, right. I get so the random. why. But I'm like, come on now. You didn't have to say all of that. Right. You didn't. It, but it was so random though. It was. I was like, some random person's going to come up to you in the club and be like, you fat. I'm like, who? what? Not no black club. I know. Again, I know it was for the movie, but I was like, people really out here do that? Like they just randomly walk up to people. And say, you fat, B. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like something some other people would do. Not in that type of club. Because it would have been on, like, it would have been on site. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had a whole dance routine, too, y'all. It was hilarious. Yeah, like, they was really just feeling themselves. Vibing. Yeah. They was having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. Even the little cousin came over there at, at some of the points in time. And mm-hmm. that's what you want. You want to be, when you go to the club, it's time to vibe out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here to have fun. Sometimes, well, not now, because I'm married, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you was on the stroll looking for some individuals. Right. Uh, 
but like that you're still there for fun and then here you mm-hmm. come with your bs yeah yeah trying I, to ruin my night because you out here miserable i might not be on the floor but i'll definitely be uh two-stepping in my chair no, I wouldn't have been on the floor. Dancing. Dancing. It was this one spot where I grew up where they even had cages. I get up in the cages. Lord. It'd be me and my girl. I we got all anxiety just hearing that. Competi- well, you can't see nobody. <laughs> like, I'm a different person. I'm not Nichelle <laughs> when, I, when I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm somebody else. But that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm I'm dancing. Circles. I got, I'm, I'm inside of a circle dancing. People watching. Yeah, it's but a, y'all are a, dancers. <laughs> That yeah. makes sense. I'm a regular person. <laughs> really? That's okay. Wait, Especially, wait this- please don't let the percolator come on. Oh, gosh. Baby. It's time for the percolator. That, it's time no, for the percolator. Don't make me do it. Don't make me, girl. You see my shoulders no. moving. <laughs> Y'all, uh, the song that get most black women, you hear that music. Dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Girl, you look good. <laughs> yeah, we crazy. Who's taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand? <laughs> Not Lil Wayne. Oh, <laughs> Juvie. Mm-hmm. Man, but, that's funny. Girl. Mm-mm. But they did have a whole little routine. They did, and I can appreciate it because that's what they did in those that era of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White chicks, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's iconic, though. White chicks. <laughs> yeah. That movie's hilarious. But anyway, uh, so then then they go, now they're back at work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one, her life about to really take off and change. I was so happy for her. Yes. So we're going to keep this part short. We're not going to extend this whole like mm-hmm. work scene. But the gist of it is, is that she finally is able to show her sketches to the buyer. And guess what? You- he loved it right um and then now she got a whole clothing line yep and she about to be worldwide local to national to uh world so i was like you better better come on and be (laughs) honest you better be an ally Mm -hmm. sir okay yes i was happy for it uh because he was really down he was like oh yeah he was like boy get out of here this is good what are you talking about? Look at our section over there looking crazy. And then held him accountable, uh, Richard, accountable for like holding, holding her back. Yeah, it's like, we could have been done. Come on now, this is about money. This is a businessman. He trying to make money. Because mm-hmm. you know what, you know, our lighter skin complected people sometimes really like to <laughs> sabotage. Well, that. And I was thinking, you know, green Mm-hmm. sometimes will trump mm-hmm. yeah let's not say that word though <clears throat> override impeach oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> oh her. yeah that's yeah we're gonna have to stop saying that oh yeah take that override. out the vocab we'll override <laughs> brown and black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but so she becomes a worldwide you know fashion line for plus size fashion Mm -hmm. and she's like you know what everything in my life is almost complete except manifestation (laughs) i'm missing one piece yes (laughs) let me go get my man Mm -hmm. or my mans and they did have like a real fashion show y'all like in the movie with Mm -hmm. plus size women yeah uh that had been contestants on her uh show that aired 
many moons ago called Fat Chance. So I was like, okay, come on. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Use your people. Get them a little change. Residual. Every mm-hmm. time this movie is played. We helped y'all. Yeah, yep. we just spent $9 on y'all. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so they go to Nigeria. Nigeria. Lagos. Mm-hmm. And somehow find where he lives. It's probably well known. Because he's wealthy. He's a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff mm-hmm. like that be... Now, her being able to walk up freely to his compound, I don't know how real that is. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there would have been some type of guard or something just for protection. Mm -hmm. Uh, She knocks on the door and a young lady with a baby show up. Mm -hmm. But um, young lady does not speak English. um, So unintentionally uh, miscommunicated that (laughs) she was the lady of the house. And this was the the baby baby of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, Jasmine sends her friends away because she's like, look, I want to get rejected in private. She was going to get rejected anyway. That ugly wig. Oh, looking like a porcupine. That wig wig was atrocious. I wish we could speak to mama because that's what, you know, Monique calls herself. Mm -hmm. I wish we could speak to mama and ask her when you go back and look at this film. Do you regret this wig? <laughs> <laughs> she need to. Because every other hairstyling you had in this movie was pretty fly mm-hmm. for that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, would have still been atrocious even in 2006. Yeah, I agree. I Yes, I concur. Um, So anybody that has connections to Monique, um, go ahead and get that started. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Tunde comes mm-hmm. to the door. Looking marvelous, leaning. He is such a he had such a gentle, like inviting smile. Mm-hmm. He looked like he delivered babies. You know, <laughs> I know he looks like that doctor. That's the one that like calms the babies down, like mm-hmm. by shaking them. Mm-hmm. He looks, yeah, he looks like he could do that. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't get straight to the point, but eventually tells her like, "No, nah, that's I delivered her baby. Yeah, like that's not my. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, she's the housekeeper." Uh, he like girl get over here with your fine thick self (laughs) now y'all this kiss I wasn't paying attention to Jasmine because she wasn't kissing him the way she needed to but the way he kissed her man y'all know we got a thing for kisses Mm -hmm. in uh, in our scenes he was he was giving you bottom lip action okay (laughs) I said you better kiss her boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a doctor to kiss me like that (laughs) or play the doctor in a a show, you know, shout out to Christian keys. I know he's so cute. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he's so like, I hate the term woke. I really do, but, uh, he's cognizant. There you go. Things that are going on around him. He's aware. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Christian keys again. And you know, if anybody knows him and he needs a lady, I'm available. (laughs) Dr. Michelle wall. Okay, I want kids. He wants kids. You know, more perfect. Kids. Shoot yeah. your shot, girl. Okay. Shoot your shot. Hey, boo. This is for future reference when we blow up, guys. Right, <laughs> right. Doctor Wall said it here first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the that essentially is the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends on a very positive, you know, note that life turned around for her, and she was able to get her man in the end. She like both ladies here have said manifested sis. Mm-hmm. and she did uh so this is a testament that you can still be you know you can enjoy and love yourself 
that doesn't mean that you have you have to change you know that has nothing to do with how you look like your life can Mm -hmm. be full and healthy and happy in spite of you know how you look now I put a disclaimer on there because if your health is in um danger danger then something needs to be done about that to get your health in order now what weight you end up at who knows what that will be yeah but if you have health issues address the health issues and that may be tied to your weight it may not be but if it is then that's you know the time to start doing something about it but shout out to monique mm-hmm. for giving us a great breakdown <laughs> of a b movie i would yeah. have never thought it yeah uh but let us know what you guys think as always in the comments uh if there are any movies that you guys want us to break down please please let us know we are interested in hearing your feedback um so that we can you know bring you some stuff that y'all enjoy also guys like we already know what our movie is going to be for next time and we want to make sure that we kind of give y'all some some opportunity to see this one because it's going to be our first time that we do a movie that is like brand new. And so the movie is called Malcolm and Marie and it's going to be released at the beginning of February. So y'all really on Netflix on Netflix. And so if y'all want to like get ahead of it and see it before we actually give our review, go ahead and do that. But it looks like it's going to be bomb and Mm -hmm. we are like anxiously anticipating this yes because i loves me a good sexy movie mm-hmm. and this movie has all the makings of being a sexy drama it's yeah. it looks like, like a, a slow burn a modern day love jones with more meat and potatoes because mm-hmm. i go back and watch that movie now i don't really got a lot in it but it <laughs> it's gonna have that vibe mm-hmm. and accountable it's yes, very it's artistic looking it's just a vibe. Check the trailer out. Yeah. I think uh John David um Washington. Washington, uh Denzel Washington's son and Zendaya that was his son. Was like, are the leads son, son. <laughs> in this uh particular film. And it was shot during quarantine in one house. Oh wow. Y'all it's gonna be bomb. I'm so excited. Okay, what's the name again for those? Malcolm and Marie. Okay, be released early February on Netflix. So check the trailer out, watch the movie. You know, this way you guys know what's going on. (laughs) When we start making all the references, Mm -hmm. we don't want y'all to be lost and then go back and watch it again after the, the review. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.